Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. What a day at the United Nations yesterday. Uh, this was the day that, of course, the uh, General Assembly was going to vote on a resolution condemning the United States' uh, announcement that they were going to move their embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. And, well, there was a vote on that, and, and some folks spoke, but, I mean, the, the, the first act of this drama was uh, when the United States ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, addressed the assembly, and uh, in part this is what she had to say. The United States will remember this day in which it was singled out for attack in the General Assembly for the very act of exercising our right as a sovereign nation. Uh, she went on to say that they are taking names of all the people that don't support the resolution, and on and on it went. It was uh, a not-so-veiled threat, really, that uh, apparently not too many people paid attention to because the, uh, uh, the the whole concept was widely condemned. Joining us to talk about the theater involved in this and the implications, Laura Babcock, president of Power Group, as she joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show on CHML. Laura, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you, Bill. Uh, you must have been glued to the TV like most of us were yesterday. I, it was riveting theater that was going on, but uh, I, I got to tell you, I was shocked by Haley's comments to, as, as kind of a, a, a scene setter for this whole scenario. Especially because Nikki Haley, as you recall, was possibly going to be a candidate to run for president. She was very well respected in the Republican Party, but she seemed to be sort of a more old-school Republican, not the Trump-based type of person. She she got the Confederate flag down at her state house. She was seen to be someone who was intelligent and articulate and well-respected. And so when she went to the UN, um, many people thought that, hey, this is going to be a more balanced version of the Trump doctrine at the UN. She's, she seems to be more nuanced. And so up until this point, Bill, she has been. She has often broken with Trump in terms of the rhetoric that he's used. She has even stood up for the accusers of Trump, for the sexual harassment, saying that they need to be heard. So there's this sense that she managed to maintain some kind of independence. And when she went up and made that speech, not only did it send a ripple throughout the world, but it also showed some people that possibly now Nikki Haley has come full swing under Trump's dogma and Trump's approach, which is this do what I say or you get punished. This idea that it's all day trading, it's all tactical, it's not about long, long-term long strategic soft power, it's all, we've got the hard power, so, you know, you know, either you do what we say or we take our money away. And that is something that goes against everything that diplomacy is about. And, and so to see her do it, not only was it shocking and had echoes of McCarthyism with the taking names, but it also sent a signal that maybe Nikki Haley is not going to be the more nuanced, rational voice for the United States at the UN. Well, to that point, uh, is is the the the, the, the I, mean, I guess the events of the last couple of weeks is that a factor in this? I mean, Jeff Sessions got his wrist slapped again, and and now all of a sudden, instead of recusing himself, has decided to reopen the investigation into Hillary Clinton. Uh, Rex Tillerson is is a dead man walking in Washington right now. It's a matter of when he's going to leave the administration. Does Haley look at that and figure if I want to be part of this team, I've got to get in line? I think that may be part of it, but there's always been that going on in the sense that the whole time that she's been there, other people have been falling away from Trump's inner circle and cabinet. It's been quite astounding. I mean, there's, there's, I think, over 10 now, if we were to count through them all, people that Trump has fired or, you know, have been dragged off or whatever. It's, it's been pretty brutal. So I think that it would have always been in the background, and yet she managed to break with him on something even as personal as the sexual uh, allegations against him. What 
I'm a little more cynical, Bill. I think it has to do all with the Republican tax cut being passed. The fact that Trump could get that done shores up his support amongst the Republicans. It makes people who were trying to keep one foot in, one foot out, say, okay, both feet in because we've delivered a big tax break to our donor base. We have a chance at getting re-elected in the 2018 midterms because we passed some major legislation. So I think it has more to do with being on Trump's team now that he's seen as a victor, at least within the Republican Party. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.